Well, this is Winley Mania. I usually start these out with a monologue, but it, we'll get into why uh, there's no monologue. But hello, I am Andrew, and with me as always is Devin Hopkins. Yo. And uh, today we have a, a very special friend with us from Pro Wrestling Proverbs, a podcast about pro wrestling, our buddy Anthony. Hey. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you for uh, letting me come on. Yeah, I, just, I was just... We were talking. I just got done listening to the Ring of Honor episode. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So it's always fun to hear people's perspectives about that. Yeah, that, that, that episode was more uh, for my co-host. He's a super <laughs> into like, the indie wrestling scene and all that. Yeah, um, yeah. So I was more kind of along for the ride on that episode. <laughs> yeah, right. But, yeah, he was just going on about like his just stuff that happened at shows. Yeah. And we we went to his. I don't know if you got to the part. We went to a. His bachelor party was at a Ring of Honor show in Dearborn, Michigan. Okay, so that was that was that was a fun time. So yeah, he that, he, lo- he loves that. With that was Okada was on that show. What, he uh, said something about Okada being in Dearborn, and I was like, that's really funny. Yeah, yeah, that it wasn't that wasn't the uh, bachelor party. Oh, okay, uh, <laughs> the the Ring of Honor the Ring of Honor show we went to was nowhere near as good as that one, but it was fun. It was so fun, regardless. Right on. But yeah, we're continuing our journey, our tedious, tedious very uh, enriching, enlightening journey through uh, the the filmography, the early filmography that is of Hulk Hogan. Uh, here we are. We <laughs> arrived in uh, 1993 with Mister Nanny, and before we get into that, Anthony. So of of course you you host Pro Wrestling Proverbs, but what? What can you tell everybody about your your relationship with like pro wrestling itself and or the Hulkster himself? Oh, uh, well, I got into wrestling. I'm around 25, 26 years old. I'll turn 26 next month. Um, I got into wrestling. My very first match I remember watching was actually a Hulk Hogan match. It was Hulk Hogan versus The Rock at WrestleMania 18. Okay, yeah. Um, but other than that, I kind of grew up with Hulk Hogan already being retired and like that one old guy in wrestling, you know, like he's always just a, somebody I never really seen wrestle live. Uh, I always, I, I think I appreciate the idea of Hulk Hogan more than the, uh, the actual person and wrestler. Absolutely. I think that's Uh, about where we all are. (laughs) I think, well, like everyone, like you, Justin and Anthony here have all said like, yeah, I didn't grow up with it, but I I feel like I kind of grew up with Hulk Hogan a little bit just because I was watching. That's how I like was getting into wrestling as a kid was watching like old WWF Coliseum videotapes and, oh, and seeing your, your him. Grandmother had a bunch of them, right? She had a she had a few, yeah. yeah. And then we had like she had all the merch left over, so he was yeah. pretty prominent. And I didn't really know like it was like later until I figured out like. 
uh, wrestling was still a thing, an active thing in the uh, 2000s. <laughs> <It's> still happening. <laughs> yeah. I, I always, I, my idea of Hulk Hogan is way better than him as a person. I, I listened to this other uh, wrestling podcast by uh, uh, the Laps Fan. I don't know if you guys have ever listened to them or heard of them. Um, what they do is they just watch, all they do is review like old shows and they have a bunch of different like characters on there and lapsed hogan is one of them and he's always scared of getting rolled up from behind brother and he's trying to protect he never gets pinned <laughs> like I would, and just like taking that and then realizing oh wait terry bolea is actually kind of like a piece of shit person yeah you gotta yeah. you gotta separate it <laughs> there's like hulk hogan the wrestler and there's terry bolea the racist guy i then again i don't like i like I don't consider myself a Hulkamaniac no. when it, when it comes to like what I enjoy watching and even in old tapes, but uh, yeah, I you could I I don't know it, it's uh, with any any one of these guys like it's it's a, always a touchy subject but I'm st- we're still gonna shit on him especially in this this uh, <laughs> episode and probably the next one we're gonna be doing a lot of shitting yeah no it's been a long month so we left we left off. Uh, with Suburban Commando, that was '91, right? I, th- yeah, '91. Yeah. So, this came out in 1993, '92. The I guess the main thing that happened, what, what the steroid trials was still. Yeah, that the, that went on like longer than I kind of thought it did. Yeah, I thought it was like a, it was within the span of the year, but I think it went on for like way longer than the Dark Side of the Ring episode in, intended it, like drew it out to be right yeah, it was really like the like the biggest thing in wrestling for like the early 90s there yeah that's still going on uh of course wrestlemania eight. you had the he was feuding with uh sid justice who was brought in the time they had had the uh the main event at wrestlemania eight. and then the ultimate warrior return the whole match was dog shit <laughs> you had a Bret Hart and Roddy Piper, which I like that. I think that's one of the more overlooked WrestleMania matches when uh, Roddy grabs the bell. Remember that? You guys, you ever seen that one, Anthony? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, in uh, 19... That's pretty much it for 1992. Let's go ahead and 1993. And I kind of, like, again, steroids and the w, the world of WWF was just in like a, a complete like hellscape. Because you had that going on, and then also this was written in, I believe, the January sixteenth, nineteen ninety three, Wrestling Observer. If you guys don't mind, if I read this part, because this was also a, uh, I mind. <laughs> you mind? You're gonna do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I give you permission. I love Wrestling Observer. All right. Old Uncle Dave writes. Uh, a lawsuit was filed two weeks ago in Stanford Superior Court by Murray Hodgson, twenty nine years old, who was hired last summer to be the. Am- the television voice of the WBF, which was the World Body uh, Building Federation, which they were trying to do. And pretty much that's how they got introduced to like Lex Luger and stuff. Uh, anyways. Hodgson filed a suit claiming breach of contract and wrongful termination of employment against Titan Sports. There was also initially a sexual harassment charge filed against Pat Patterson. The charge had to be dropped because it didn't go through proper legal channels. McMahon claimed that the initial filing was a cheap shot in it and that it made public a passage, which he denied. That looks pretty sickening in print. (laughs) I guess that's something Dave put. 
Uh, Hodgson is under advice from his attorney not to talk with the press, although his attorney, Ed Nussbaum, of Stanford, Connecticut, hasn't been shy about talking about the incident. Allegedly, on July 29th, 1991, Patterson made a pass at Hodgson, which he rejected, and three weeks later, he was fired by McMahon. McMahon claimed it was because Hodgson was incompetent at his job. And this kind of led into, like, another, like, just another dose of media frenzy. A lot of invest and uh, people questioning about the sexual harassment in uh, the World Wrestling Federation. Um, there's a video of Vince McMahon and Mary, Murray Hodgson facing off on some talk show, and they're literally flipping out on each other, arguing. So, I mean, this was, it was all pretty rough. Uh, after WrestleMania, and Hulk Hogan like pretty much disappeared. Um, and he came back. It was because of like the whole steroid thing, essentially. And uh, he came back and went the interview... January 4th with the Miller and Company on the uh, TNN and he blamed Arsenio Hall <laughs> for their time constraints <laughs> which would he, well, he wasn't allowed to uh, fully explain himself with the steroids right. uh, isn't, that, isn't that he said uh, something like uh, he used steroids tw- only twice to to, for like, injuries, have an injury or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, but he was he was sort of starting to change it a little bit. Like he he basically went on Arsenio Hall and denied like using. Well, he said he used it only twice, but he was denying any further use. But then it kind of expanded to like, well, it was like legal in 1966, and then there was a lot of peer pressure, and you know it was yeah. like the thing to do. So I mean, I guess it, like what Vince told him, get on there and like tell the truth, and he did not. Is that what the thing was, essentially? Uh, I don't even know if he had a hand in what he was going to say. He probably just, he probably wanted the best out of it. Exactly. Yeah, I guess best publicity. Allegedly, uh, Jim Ross was let go from WCW around this time, and he had a, his own radio show, and he brought Macho Man on there. And Macho Man also claimed that he was like, yeah, I told Hulk, you know, like, the night of the interview that, you know, don't go on there and lie your ass off, but he did. Uh, also he was, uh, this, he, again, he was disappeared and he said he was more focused on acting and he was only really wanting to return to wrestling if it was in Japan. Uh, January 7th in the Buffalo news, uh, Anthony Violatoni, very, very Buffalo name, (laughs) Anthony Violatoni. I don't know. Uh, Hulk Hogan, no more Mr. Tough guy. And this is of course when we first get word about, uh, his new movie, Mr. Nanny, which was really be called Rough Stuff. Yeah. And a lot of the rhetoric is very familiar with like, you know, <laughs> yelling at Hulksters, little Hulksters for years, and now I'm trying to like teach him a lesson and stuff, dude. And I'm the whole real guy, you know, brother. Uh he also <laughs> Family friendly, brother. He was deflecting more stereo steroid stuff and he said, All I can relate to it to is the AIDS and steroids hysteria. So he was basically like Kept deflecting it, said it was kind of like the AIDS thing. Jesus, which was very real. <laughs> yeah, an actual uh, problem. Yeah, of course. January eleventh, Monday Night Raw debuts in the Manhattan Center, and uh, not a lot of Hulk in there. Only a few appearances. But uh, let's see. I mean, April. There's the WrestleMania nine. Uh, he's he has a team with uh, 
Brutus the Barber Beefcake faces Money Inc. at WrestleMania 9. He has a black eye. Do you remember uh, WrestleMania 9, Anthony? Oh, yeah. I always wondered where actually that black eye uh, came from. Because uh, alleged- there's so many different yeah. like stories. And you know, like, it's something actually, like, bad happened. Like, he got like into a fight. Like, Hogan's going to lie about it. So I never right. actually knew. I don't think we ever really know what happened. He claimed it was a boating accident. Uh, there was also stories about uh, this is when a lot of the heat between uh, sort of I, the Macho Man and Elizabeth stuff. And apparently the, like, there was rumors that they got in a fight. Um, then, of course, there's the impromptu match of WrestleMania nine where he comes out to help Red Hart and then defeats Yokozuna in an impromptu match. Uh, May 3rd, he goes to the Fukuoka Dome, and this is a lot of shit, actually. He now is the five-time WWF champion. He goes to the Fukuoka Dome, the Wrestling Dantaku show, which is going to be another one of the Fukuoka Dome this uh, next month. Isn't that cute? Isn't that cute? That's precious. Isn't that cute? Another Wrestling Dantaku <laughs> there? Versus the Great Muda. Uh, before, he has a little interview with Masa Saito. And he basically talks about how the WWF title is a stepping stone to the IWGP title. Wow. And then after the show, he has a little post-match interview where he, it's the famous uh, interview he gives where he says the WWF title is like a toy, a Christmas tree ornament. The WWF belt is like a Honda. The IWGP belt is like a Rolls Royce. It's the real world championship. Damn. Uh, and buries the shit out of the WWF title, and Damn. I it tickles me. It tickles me. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I love that. Uh, what else happens in May? Uh, more Money Inc. around uh, house shows in the June. Essentially, there's the King of the Ring where Yokozuna defeats Hulk Hogan for the title, and this is when they were gonna have uh, Hulk versus Yokozuna for SummerSlam, but then Hulk ends up basically letting his contract expire. And he does like a Europe tour. And as they figure out what who's going to challenge Yokozuna at SummerSlam, they have the Stars and Stripes Challenge on the USS Intrepid on July 4th, 1993, where they have a bunch of wrestlers try to slam Yokozuna. And the last person to come in on a chopper is none other than Lex Luger, <laughs> who comes in a chopper. And slams Yokozuna. There's actually a really funny uh, interview in 1993 Paul Heyman gives. He was working with, uh, he was trying to work in Texas. He got fired from WCW. He was starting to work with uh, Todd Gordon for Eastern Championship Wrestling. He gave a little interview with Wade Keller, the Pro Wrestling Torch. And he says, basically his new promotion, WWN, was he wanted to build it around Road Warrior Hawk. And he says, like, Road Warrior Hawk should have been the guy to come on the chopper and slam Yokozuna. Like, you're just putting him over the whole time. Very. Uh, yeah, so there's a, it's like so much shit going on. Let's see. There's the Europe tour. He, he's basically letting his uh, contract run out. So he's like, sometimes he'll be working these tag matches at house shows and he won't even participate in the match and he'll just like stand by like the crowd. And like chat with them while the match is going on. <laughs> just, oh, just, he's so out of it. Um, his contract does run out. He does return to Japan in September. Does two shows. 
September 23rd, Great Muda and Hogan versus the Hellraisers, which was Road Warrior Hawk and uh, Power Warrior, who's uh, Kensuke Sasaki, of course, the Yokohama Arena. September 26th versus Keiji Muto, another G1 Climax special show in Osaka Joe Hall. Uh, that's pretty much all the wrestling. I did mention to Devin that there was a lot of shit I was trying to get this through. This man has like seven pages of notes for this movie. Uh, he does a lot. <laughs> yeah. And Devin. Yes. What do actors do before a movie comes out? Mm, they promote it. Yes. So... As Hulk Hogan was being sort of, uh, what's the word, posturized? Is that a, is that appropriate? Not posturized because he did wrong things. Um, <laughs> being attacked in the media and sort of being pressured a lot. He didn't yeah. do a lot of press per se. Like he didn't. There was no Arsenio Hall. There wasn't any. He didn't go on Ellen. He didn't go on Ellen. He didn't. Uh, he didn't do any uh, headbangers ball. <laughs> Actually, he did do something with MTV because he was in a. He recorded a song with Green Jelly. Oh. Called "I'm the Leader of the Gang." I did not know. That. And he's in the music video. Okay. And it's him on ma- main vocals. I have to check that out. And he's like, "I'm the leader of the gang, brother." Brother. <laughs> <laughs> the vo- the <laughs> video is him in like a vocal booth with a bunch of weird characters. Um. The only press really I have, or the only promotions, there's, uh, I guess this is when he was over in the UK. Uh, There's this weird interview with Jonathan Ross. Do you know who that is? I can't say I do. Uh, He is like a comedy guy over there. But did you ever watch Pin and Teller Fool Us? Yes. He was the original host. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Uh, The only question, like, he asked, like, he's trying to be funny, and he wrote, he said something along the lines of, do you usually cross-dress? alluding to the uh, tutu scene oh, that we'll yeah, be getting yeah. to. Uh, he also it appeared... Was, it was the early 90s. I, ha- I have a yeah. note for here about the homophobia. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That yeah. scene in the movie. I'm like, oh, yes. my God. Uh, he appeared on this other, ch- I guess, children's program called What's Up, Doc, which I guess was affiliated with uh, Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a man dressed up like a turtle whose name is Tort. The host is like, Torty, wake up, Torty. And they, oh, Torty's seen the Hulk. And it's Hulk Hogan, like, sitting there amongst children. And this guy dressed up like a turtle, like, goes over to Hulk and starts rubbing on him and smelling him. And he says, lovely, daddy. Jeez. Um, uh, There's also a kid in an Arsenal shirt, which is pretty cool. And he asks, uh, what's your favorite throw? And Hulk, uh, Larry, it's a guy. (laughs) Um, let's see. There's the LA, LA times Q and a, uh, he was asked what kind of films do you want to make? And he claimed he wanted to be the John Wayne of the nineties. Well, you sure did that. Didn't yes. You? There's also a, uh, very foreboding quote. He gives a very kind of, mm, uh, someone at like he, the interviewer asked along the lines, like what, like what's your going to be what is going to be your reaction to the guy who comes to the door and he's going to take your daughter on a date (laughs) and hulk said uh all you can do is give your kids all the guidance you can and hope they'll make the right decision which is uh yeah we saw how uh what he thinks uh good guidance (laughs) what he thinks the right right decision decision is is, uh... (laughs) so 
And uh, yeah, also he has a deal to start filming uh, Thunder in Paradise. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which Which was a show uh, and a movie? The it was like the first two episodes was ended up being a TV movie, and there okay. was like a rest was the show. Which the rest was like one or two seasons, maybe. It was like one season. It was twenty episodes. Okay, yeah. And that's what would lead him to WCW. Yes, at least filming that show because they filmed right next door to uh, where they're doing TV tapings in uh, Orlando, I think. Okay, okay. yeah. So you'd meet Eric Bischoff there, and uh, like Hulk, why don't you? Uh, why don't you just like. Uh, I got all this guaranteed money over here. Why don't you just uh, come be the biggest star in wrestling again? Hey, we're trying yeah. to, we have all this money we're trying to get rid of, and some of it we don't really have. Do you want some of it? <laughs> Harry, listen. Billionaire well. Ted is giving me way too much money. <laughs> I, I have to. His Hulk Hogan's WCW contract is the most absurd thing like I've ever seen, like for a wrestler. Yes. There's, there's certain shows. Where he got 100% of yes. the ticket sales for that show. Oh my God. Yeah. It's written in his contract along with creative control. So, a crazy contract that he got that's, in WCW because of him doing uh, Thunder in Paradise. So, which I mean, have you guys seen Thunder in Paradise? No, I thought it was going to be on this list that you gave me at the beginning of the month. But maybe, it maybe it'll come up later. Oh, geez. Yeah. Are we going to do the Christmas movie too? Maybe it'll come up later. Is all <laughs> I say. You know. You know, there's Santa with muscles. Like, uh, like of course, he has those projects, but you know, he's not the only wrestler to to do uh, acting. No, no, not at all. No, no. But uh, let's get to this goddamn movie. I'll shut up about. <laughs> I'll shut up about all the finally the history. <laughs> I just like context. I've explained. I like context. I feel like it's like you're really there. It's like you're I, really I, there in 1993. I feel like I'm there. Yeah. Even though I yeah. was not. Well, especially since like this time period is like probably one of the most interesting uh, points for Hulk Hogan's like life. He's he's somehow like the only man to get out of testifying at a, a federal trial. Uh, then. He, when he does go, he goes and testifies against Vince and uh, sets him free, essentially. Yes. Uh, it's just this crazy time. The whole steroid trial. Very interesting. If you guys haven't seen the Dark Side of the Ring of it, I, you guys just brought it up earlier, so you have. Yeah, I watched, for, it. For the I watched it at work last week because I knew we were doing this. <laughs> yeah. I, my break. I still have not watched it, but I've like skimmed over old observers and old pro wrestling torches to kind of like catch up on that. Different info. Yeah. It's also interesting to see how slim Hulk Hogan gets very quickly yes. over the next couple of years yeah, compared he, to the mid 80s. Yes. He, I, I feel like he could get away with like, they used to make like the, the whole poly, the drug free policy thing they had was kind of a joke, especially when it comes to some guys. It still is. Yeah. It, well. Uh, yeah. It still <laughs> it is. It seems to be like if you're the top, if you're like the top of the card, you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Basically. There, I actually read a, a funny one. It was like WCW was doing, they were doing their testing this week. Uh, Scott Norton got excused for because he was painting his house. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's always dumb stuff like that too. All you yeah. need is a, a doctor's note, and you know they all have the same crooked doctor too though like oh he's on testosterone treatment he needs it right so he's exempt where forever you find in his system so he stubbed his toe yeah he, <laughs> he needs the testosterone to get over that 
But uh, like, yeah, in, in with the losing weight thing, I mean, he like people were shocked to see him, you know, pop up and things like after being gone for like a year and just being like smaller, mm-hmm. like in WrestleMania nine and or at the Fukuoka Dome, he just looks like tiny compared to like, you know, some of the more stu- other stuff we've been watching recently. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mr. Nanny comes out April 2nd in the UK, but then it, it gets delayed like four or five times. And does it come out here until October 8th? It's uh, directed by, let me read this name, Michael Gottlieb. Wait, he's done other. I've recognized that name. He's done other stuff. He's done Mannequin. He's done some Cheech Marin movie. And he does this one movie that we have to talk about at some point. It's called A Kid in King Arthur's Court. Oh, is that that one that came out last year or the year before? No, no. This came out in like the 90s. It's oh, like <laughs> it was a different like the kid who was going to be king or some shit that came out recently. But I do recognize that Michael Gottlieb name. Maybe he's done more TV. I yeah, know. I didn't. Ch- I don't remember checking out his TV stuff. I did not. I didn't do that. That's my dive bad. in. That's my bad. I was a. It was a really busy weekend. <laughs> a really busy weekend. Yeah. Uh, it had a budget of ten million dollars, and uh, it had a box office of uh, a good old four point three million dollars. Nice. Which uh, again, not great. Not not looking too good. The Hulkster films. Oh my God, I just I just looked up Michael Gottlieb and he was killed in a motorcycle accident. Jesus, at oh. age sixty nine. There's a piece. Of nice, nice. nice. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> what was going on in uh, the week of uh, that box office? Number one. Let's see where Mister Nanny landed oh in God. the rankings. I'm sure it's up there. I'm oh sure yeah, this there. number one was uh, Wesley Snipes, Sylvester Stallone's De- Demolition Man. It was running on their first week. Uh, number two was the uh, classic and there's classic Cool Runnings. Hmm. You ever see Cool Runnings? I never saw Cool Runnings or Demolition Man. Nah. In the Sorry. second week. All the way down in number 15 on its 83rd week. Number 15. <laughs> Howard's End. Burger King Footlanders. With, uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Mr. Nanny's not, wasn't even on the fucking list, by the way. It, like... <laughs> Like, like Howard's End was uh, number fifteen on the number fifteen, and it was in its eighty third week, and it made two thousand one hundred and sixty seven dollars. First week for Mister Nanny, not even fucking scratching any of the. Like, Jeez. Yes. It, nobody, shit. nobody went to see that movie. No. But uh, here we are with uh, Mister Nanny. I mean, pardon me. What What were you guys expecting going into? Uh, this this great film. I'll let Anthony go first. Yeah, yeah, go for it. I uh, I think I, I got exactly what I expected. Uh, one of those movies that's so bad that it kind of comes around to the other side where like, you know, this is actually kind of good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I never, I didn't see this movie until about three days ago. <laughs> and uh, I, I thought, I thought Hulk Hogan would be a better actor. You know, he he's a pretty good professional wrestler, which is like fifty <laughs> percent acting. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But he somehow does not translate to the big screen. And I just I but the my first note I have at the very beginning of the movie, um, when they're doing the like the introductions or whatever, is he goes by Terry Hulk Hogan. I like, saw I yeah, that caught me off guard too, yeah. actually. I, like, I, I get so go ahead. 
I had to had to rewind it. Like when I first passed by, I'm like, did they say Terry? Did they call him Terry, but not <laughs> Balea? <laughs> yeah, it's Terry Hogan. I don't think that has Terry that Hogan. ever been said anywhere else. <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. I never heard anybody refer to him as Terry Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I know who that is. Uh, he well, I guess it was from like him trying to get away from wrestling and trying yeah. to wrestle less and he wanted to act more it might have been like be his John- agent was like let's let let's like kind of give you a new name essentially. yeah like you gotta like you know you can't just be terry boland like you know that's not gonna that's not gonna do you gotta be terry hulk hogan exactly you know he's trying to be the john wayne of the 90s dude <laughs> you know <laughs> but uh yes uh uh that is uh what of course occurs he yeah uh, my expectations, given that uh, I've watched yeah. two different Hulk Hogan movies this month. Yep. I'm so sorry. They, yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm slowly recovering. That's why I've been drinking. Um, <laughs> in fact, I'm empty. <laughs> uh, my expectations were very low, so uh, my overall opinion on this, before we get super into it. I liked this more than No Holds Barred, but I didn't like it as much as Suburban Commando. I think that's where I'm at as well. Uh, this kind of gave me like, this gave me like really weird like Disney Channel original movie vibes. Yeah. Except I, there's too much violence for it to be on Disney Channel. But like, just like real weird like TV movie, like maybe like, I don't know, Lifetime movie vibes. Yeah. Yeah. And also another thing in that that Jonathan Ross interview, uh, when he's doing he's he's doing the spiel about like you know I don't you know I don't want to be in like you know Silence of the Lambs, dude. I don't want to be running around killing each other, brother. And and then he he does ha- like he says specifically, I don't want to be running around with a gun. And we'll get to a point where he is literally running, running around with a gun. With a gun. It's the same thing he said with No Holds Barred. He's like, I want this to be like a real good... F- this This is something all the good young holsters can enjoy, brother. But there's so much violence against, like, women and shit in it. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? He, like, beat up so many women in that movie. It's yeah. ridiculous. It is also weird, like, again, this is our Devin and I's third, you know, Hulk film. And it's weird hearing from you, Anthony. Like, yeah, I didn't expect what kind of... act. It's It's always kind of weird, like, to hear, like... I, just, I guess it's just because we've been like focusing so much on the movies. It's sort of like, oh yeah, I guess like these no one watched these fucking movies and no one wants to. <laughs> we're also we're most of the time we're like minded about like movies and how we go into them. So like I guess that kind of I don't know. Yeah. I I didn't um as far as expectations I I mean at this point I don't like I'm just trying to fucking we're just trying to get through the month. Trying to roll through it, bro. <laughs> we're trying to get through the month. I'm trying to just fucking get it over with. Maybe in a couple it, weeks. I hope we can just go back to normal. Fucking 23 hours a day, dude. It's all cool, <laughs> but that fucking one hour of the day where I have to watch this goddamn Hulk Hogan movie it makes me uh, hurt a little bit. Makes me hurt. Yeah, but uh, you know, dude. Yeah, I put it off for as long as possible. Like you messaged me a couple weeks ago to come on. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I really don't want to watch this movie. Like they just had to volunteer me for this. I was like, well, I already uh, said, like I already said, I'd go on. I'll go on the show. I had to I get it. To, I have to watch this movie now. I'll. I didn't even buy it. I. I. Damn it! I, I rented I, it on Amazon. I feel like an idiot now. Well, yeah. I didn't. I watched it today. I didn't really like want to dig for it for too long. So. I, I I just typed in um, 
I just found it like on some streaming site on like off Google. Like had to turn my ad blocker and VPN on and just roll. I'm like, I'm not spending three dollars on this movie. I wish I hadn't. <laughs> the other two movies I didn't spend money on, so I guess I can spend money on this one. Yeah. Give a little, give, give a little bit. Give Hulk know. a taste, dude. Give Hulk a taste. Put some work in it, brother. Hulk Hogan will get a check in the mail like six weeks from now oh, for like yeah. forty-seven cents because of you. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, the Hulk movie. God, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, it, uh, it was a movie. Yes, it, it, it definitely was, definitely was a movie that I watched. It definitely it had a beginning, middle, and end. Something like that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. with, as far as like last minute, I literally finished this movie an hour and a half ago. Oh, you're fresh. Yeah, because yeah. I, I texted you and you said I haven't watched it yet, but I'll be there and like I'll be there around seven. Yeah. And I said I just I watched it this morning. Yeah, so. I I spent like a whole night trying to do like the the uh, the context bullshit, and I was like, oh yeah, I gotta watch context. this fucking movie, and I I, I can't I just was... do an hour on po- context. I was just talking to my girlfriend before coming into here. I was like, I don't know if I remember anything that happened in this movie because I've been working on this other uh, like wrestling related like uh, subject. And I've been like putting research into that for like 20 hours, like the past like two days. Yeah. And I'm like, now I got to figure out what I did before that. It was just, it's been hard. Thank God I got, I got some sort of notes written down from when I watched it. But. Yeah. I didn't write down a whole lot of notes, but it's still fresh enough in my brain i can piece us through the movie fortunately these movies aren't like fucking like taxi driver or the godfather <laughs> it's it's not that hard yeah. like, like if you get the gist uh anyways again we do open up with the uh with the credits um we see hulk hogan he's uh fishing slash sleeping on like a pier and and his brain brother, he's having a horrible time. He's yep. freaking the fuck out in his head. He's getting his ass kicked by Jim Neidhart and Brutus Beefcake. Yeah, Jim, his, Jim, his real life worst nightmare. Yeah. Oh no, I'm putting someone over, dude. Oh brother, uh, are you shooting at me, brother? At <laughs> two Beefcake, at two. And he's like still dressed in his like fisherman get up. Yeah. Like it happened while he was at the pier too. Yeah. It's like it's like, oh shit, I got captured. Now I'm in a wrestling ring. And he has a very long hat on. Did you see yes, his hat? Yes, his hat the bill was yeah. very long. The bill was I, very I long. That. It looked like a fucking like Charlie Brown hat. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a fucking dork. And he's fishing. Uh he's he's dreaming. He's at well, he's nightmaring. Yeah. If that's a verb. Um and uh, eventually he, I guess, gets gets a bite and he gets thrown back and yeah, he, he reels talks, it in. He talks to the fish for a minute. He said, like, don't, sw- don't tell your friends, brother. <laughs> yeah, it was a tiny fish. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Tiny little fish knocking over. Uh, what His uh, his work weight in this film was 293 pounds, he claims. Uh, so um, I didn't catch that. He He says it later on. But uh, he's uh, he's fishing and he gets the fish and then appears uh, George Jefferson yep. from the from the Jeffersons <laughs> limps over to yeah. him with a job offer. Yes, he uh, I guess George. Well, it's it's uh, who's the guy's name? Uh, Sherman Hemsley, yeah. who plays uh, Bert Wilson. Oh, by the way, Hulk Hogan's name in this is Sean Armstrong, who is a professional wrestler. And I guess he's like out of work and then he's just kind of like looking for other things. Maybe he wants to get back into it. It didn't really. Yeah. It's just well, kind of like 
it's not very clear but it does sort of reflect like reality in a way like you know like he like there's parts where he's like you know he doesn't really want to wrestle that much anymore Mm -hmm. but i don't know and maybe he was having uh maybe that's what really happened to him in real life he was having nightmares about you know working yeah He's like, I'm going to get old. I'm going to have to start putting younger guys over and stuff like that. (laughs) But uh, yes, George, I'm just going to refer to this character as George Jefferson. Um, We're referring to this George Jefferson and Hulk Hogan. Yes. So uh, he's in the security business uh, and he offers uh, Hulk a job, uh, which, you know, Hulk replies, I'm not a bodyguard, dude. I'm a wrestler, (laughs) you know. Uh, yeah, and they're fucking broke, and, uh, Hulk eventually takes, uh, the job, and he's going to be, uh, well, he doesn't really necessarily know what the job is, but he has to go to this one fella named Alex Mason Sr., played by Austin Pendleton, one of my least favorite actors of all time. (laughs) What else has that guy been in? He was in the Muppet movie as Max, which he's fine in that. It's, like, a very small character. Oh. where he interacts I did, with I did not recognize him at all. And he's in uh, my least favorite movie of all time, Christmas with the Cranks, which oh, is a, one of the most the most hateful <laughs> Christmas film of all time. It is I hate really it. Hateful. Uh, that's all I remember him from. <laughs> he's in uh, Finding Nemo. Oh, who's he in that? He's a uh, gurgle. Who, who the hell is gurgle? Gurgle. I, I don't know. He. <laughs> I, I just had him on a. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I'll be back in a minute. I gotta pee. I'm right. drinking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. I, I looked up who Gurkle was in Finding Nemo. Do not recognize him. What does he kind of look like? Oh, he's he's in, he's one of the fish in the fish tank. Okay, at the dentist office. Let's see. Let me see if I can look him up. Yeah, he's one of my least favorite actors. He only <laughs> if I just have if I only see him in this one movie. He's there. Just the oh that guy. Stereotyp- okay, stereotypical yeah. bad dad. Yeah, he he has a very distinct look like he could like he is a character actor. He's in a lot of shit, but just shit like no one has ever really seen for the most part. He has a very distinct look, but like, I don't know. Anytime I've seen him, it's just uh, I, I and especially in this movie, I just it was filled with uh, made, made my body boil with hate. Is all I could say about that. Uh, he gets on the I kind of want Devin around for this uh, when he's. Hulk, Hulk is uh, driving the best part, of this, best part of the movie. Yes. Uh, I wonder for how long I can drag it out. Hulk Hogan. Well, well, he's, he's, uh, well he's talking about what he looks like riding the motorcycle. Uh, yeah. He's got the he's got those shades on. He's riding around on a like just like I, I feel like the film producer is like, OK, what's cool? What is it, like, what do the kids think are cool? <laughs> It's like, all right, Hogan, let's uh, let's put you in a pair of sunglasses and jeans. We should have you just ride this bike all through. Uh, I think I think this is filmed in Florida. It looks like it's Florida. Where's this filmed at? I did not get uh, filming locations. Oh yeah, Miami. Yeah, like. That's one of the tag locations. I, I, yeah, it just, I just is Miami. I just hate when 
I feel like that. Like, I think I've seen that scene like a thousand times in different movies. Like, let's have our big action hero just ride around on the streets to music. Yeah. Uh, it's and the theme that's playing is a uh, rough stuff, which oh. is, I think was the original theme for what because it was originally going to be called Rough Stuff. Yeah. The movie. Yeah, the, the music in this movie it's very uh, dated. Yeah, and it's all original. And yes. I, I don't know if you like listen to the words of the songs. It's literally just like they're it's a like a good beat or whatever, but the guys are singing like what's happening like in the scene. <laughs> Word soup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just like oh is on the Harley, he's taking a ride, he's going to do his new job. Oh my my. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it happens like three or four times during this movie. It's just I, I believe like that a lot of the music was made by uh, David uh, Johansson, who plays the villain in this, uh, Mister Thanatos, I believe. Thanatos? How do you say? How do you say his name? Thanatos, and that was the. That's what? a. He was the singer of the New York Dolls. Yes, right? he's Buster Poindexter. Yeah. Who has one of the most annoying songs in the world? Hot, hot, I, hot. At first, I kept. I thought they said Thanos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, it's oh. Thanos. I was like, what? <laughs> He's got the infinity scalp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, uh, but now that Devin's back, we can, we were talking about uh, Hulk on his Harley. He's going to his job and there's the iconic uh, scene where he's riding to his new job, riding around the streets of Miami. And in the background, there's a lake and there's a fella and he has a dog and he is throwing the dog into the water. <sighs> Yeah. I did anyone find anything about like why like or was it just a coincidence? I don't know. That doesn't. That's like the only thing that comes up when you look up this movie too. So that's what that's more what this movie is known for. Yes, is the uh, animal cruelty. (laughs) It takes place within the first like five minutes of the movie. I forgot about like that scene. I've seen that scene before. Yes, but then like I've seen it happen. Like oh, it's from this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I. I I honestly have no idea. Like, like they had to have noticed. I guess they probably editing, did, right? And they're just like, oh, let's keep it in, see if anyone, you know, is like a little joke. Like, no one's gonna watch this fucking movie in the first place. So it's yeah, just like, or it was like, yeah, fuck it, no one's gonna see it, no one's gonna care. Uh, I did. Now origi- it's the main talking point. In this movie. Yeah, I remember seeing the clip of it like years ago, and then like I, for some reason in my memory, I thought he was on a bridge and he was throwing the dog off a bridge. But thank God it wasn't a bridge. It's just like that was Anchorman. Okay, I, I haven't. I've never seen that. You ever seen Anchorman? No. We gotta do Anchorman. I don't want to do. I don't want to do an episode, but I'll watch it. <laughs> no, you gotta do an episode. <laughs> Come on, we can't do a good movie on this podcast. We'll talk about specifically the editing of uh, Anchorman. Oh, jeez, and <laughs> the most tedious. Uh, so yes, he arrives at his uh, his uh, new job, but before that, we get introduced to Alex Mason Senior, who uh, is the owner of like this. It's a big tech. He's like Elon Musk, I guess. Yeah, right. He, he but I, but he actually invented things. Yeah. Yeah. He he runs like this like <laughs> software development company. Yeah. And, but no, he works for the. I guess he somehow works for like the government somehow because it's like a missile diffusing device <laughs> yes. or something. It's, yeah. some, it's the so, it's the peace, he works for Raytheon. The Peace Finder computer chip. Yeah. Which is like it 
a, a defense system that will shoot missiles out of the sky. That they keep on a camera memory card. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like some like SD card or something. Yeah, shit. they best. Or like, like a Nintendo DS cartridge. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like on a freaking Zelda Wind Waker remaster <laughs> card for the DS. Yeah, uh, he seems like a, like a. My my impression of uh, Mr. Uh, Mason, of course, was that he kind of like a tight ass, you know, always worried about the job sort yeah. of. Uh, and I don't know. That's he just see, like uh, these previous two movies. There's always been businessmen who have ended up being very villainous. Mm-hmm. And this guy doesn't like he, he has some bad qualities that. But like he's, the, I guess, the first one who eventually sort of sees the light towards yeah. the end. There's change that happens, but he's he's not like the villain, which I kind of thought he was going to be like that. I thought so too. But uh, of course, I'm kind of glad it wasn't just for the sake of this movie being slightly different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hulk arrives at the what is it called Mason's Systems Incorporated, I believe. And it has a there's a really weird slogan on the sign that says like your your dreams from yesterday are today's realities tomorrow, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> stupid it says some shit like that's that. like some fucking walt disney world like word soup mis- mishmash yeah like, exactly like, like something like some fucking like when they put up the construction boards and they always put like a fake walt quote mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh he uh hulk uh, arrives and uh i guess mason puts it on high alert and uh he, yeah, they thought he was a threat, so yeah. all the security guards were like, "Shh, threat." <laughs> yeah, and he yeah, he gets in a fight. This is the first fight of the film with the uh, security guards at the uh, thing, who's just kind of like he he rides up in his Harley. He they don't trust him. Uh, they're asking him questions like, "Get off the bike." And he's like, "No, brother, I'm not getting off the bike, dude. <laughs> this is my Harley, brother." <laughs> Make sure me up, brother. Why would I get off my Harley, dude? You're not supposed to stand by it. You're supposed to ride on it. <laughs> Let me free. tell you something, brother. Yeah. Let me tell you something about my Harley. Uh, he vandalizes the security booth and uh, beats the shit out of these uh, security guard people. And I think um, Mason and his head, his head of security kind of looks down at it through their window and they're like, do you want me to get the head of security guys? Like you want me to take care of it? And Mr. Mason is like, nah, dude, that's my guy. That's my guy. He said, that's my guy who he's going to hire to be a bodyguard. Not for the, no, not for the chip, not for the company, but for his kids, for his kids. Yes. Um, there's a scene where Mr. Mason is going to his desk and he opens the drawer. There's an explosion <laughs> in the desk. <laughs> and then he's like, oh shit. And he receives a phone call and you get a close up to these very, uh, very uh, uh, villainous lips, lips, just lips, big lips. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, you get introduced to Mr. Thanos. Yeah. Well, Thanos. We're going to call Th- him Thanos. Thanatos. Yeah. And uh, of course, Buster Poindexter. 
and he's like threatening him. He wants the uh, Peace Finder computer chip, and he gives Mr. Mason 24 hours to hand it over because he is your average psychotic computer genius, <laughs> which turns out to be not the case at all. I don't no. know why they added that in, but... um. Yeah, I don't think I saw him on a computer the whole film. No, he doesn't get near a computer. He doesn't even like computers. He's fake. Um, <laughs> he's a poser. Uh, and he's like, oh, shit. Well, damn. Oh, I got to go to Washington, D.C., right? I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's like, well, Hulk Hogan, you're going to be my fucking bodyguard for my kids because uh, our shit's about to get fucked by this crazy dude. And uh, he's like... You know, you gotta like. He wants he wants the Peace Finder computer chip, and Hulk's like, "What's that?" And he says, "I'm sorry, that's top secret." And then proceeds to tell them what, what the, the top <laughs> what the top is. secret thing is. Um, and you find out that it's a defense system, of course. <sighs> this is the part where we get introduced to. We're only ten minutes in the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep. Oh yeah. I had to back it up. Oh well. I usually fall asleep watching movies, but like. I would have if I wasn't sitting at my desk here. I, I, I was kind of hunched over. I'm like, how much longer do we have? Like, I watched when... it on one and a half speed. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So I make the mistake of getting too cozy when I turn on movies. So no matter how good or bad the movie is, get some sleepy time tea out curl up. Yeah. We get introduced to uh, the kids, uh, which all, by the way, Hulk Hogan, he hates kids, dude. He hates kids. He says it more than once. He's like, it makes him well, very known. Yeah. He, he even, though, even though he's for the kids, brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Say prayers right? and your vitamins. But you know, it's funny because, like, you know, in real life, and you know, real life, dude, as a Hulk Hogan character, brother. I mean, I, I you know, I love kids, dude. But you know, when Mister Nanny, dude, I don't like kids. It so it's kind of like a new, of, different Hulk, dude. It reminded me of Suburban Commando when he's going when he I hate earthlings. on Earth, and he yeah. says, "I hate Earthlings." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost exactly like exactly. that. Exactly. He has. There's like the same. It's like kind these of, movies are connected. Yeah, I think it's the same universe. We have a uh, Hulk Hogan cinematic universe. For I me. believe we do. <laughs> yeah, if, but uh, like he's uh, he has like the same like kind of one liners, same kind of quips and shit like that, and it's exactly the same guy. Yes, we do get introduced to Mister Mason's kids. Um, or evil. Yes, they're little pieces of shit. Uh, they are very naughty. <laughs> um, they drive up to the house and one of the, I guess there's like another nanny who is running out of the house and she appears to be on fire or yeah. at least smoking. Her, her, her hair's on fire. Yeah. And, uh, she's running away and screaming and the kids are like, that took care of her. And, uh, yeah. They, it's implied that this is like the last nanny in the state of Florida that yeah, they could yeah. possibly hire. Yeah. Uh, what the hell did I write? And it, it like turns into like, oh, we don't know what happened. Her hair dryer yeah. caught on fire. Yeah. And then the dad, what's the the guy's name? Uh, Mason. He's like, oh well, that's a that I can't hire yeah. another. I can't hire another nanny at short notice like this. And then Hogan's like, whoa, brother, I'm not a I'm not a nanny. Brother. I'm not a nanny, dude. I'm not a nanny, dude. I'm not a bodyguard, brother. <laughs> 
I hate earthlings. I fucking I mean, hate I, kids. <laughs> <laughs> don't even get me started on other things I don't like. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> we get introduced to uh, the, the, the house chef, who is uh, Corrine, played At- by... Mother love. Mother love. I love I loved her. She was yeah. awesome. She's the, one definitely of my the best in the character in the movie. Yeah. Um yeah. she makes the joke, ha! Mr. Nanny. <laughs> 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 Which is uh, you know, that's that, like because the movie's called Mr. Nanny. Yeah. Because they ran out of nannies and uh, Hulk Hogan has to take care of these kids like a nanny. Right. And so and he's, you know, and it's he's, like <laughs> he's a he's a guy. Wait, Mr. Nanny. Which like who like do you call regular nannies Miss Nanny? Have you, like, Mrs. Nanny, Miss Nanny? Well, Fran Drescher was the nanny. Right. But I don't not, think they called her the, they what don't call, they didn't call her Miss Wouldn't mean, open, like, the nanny, maybe? Yeah. I don't know where she came up with Mr. Nanny, but, you know. Like, how a, do they come up with this stuff, dude? I don't know. It's crazy, right? What <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> is She's basically warning uh, Hulk about these kids. Uh, she pulls out this giant list. Yeah, of, like, he's uh, like, that's nannies. not so bad, brother. Yeah, and then she hits the button. It's a big list. Balls, yeah. she, she says, I hope your blue cross is paid up. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know why I found that funny. <laughs> she has some good, like, she has probably the best one liners. Like, there was a yeah. couple other ones that got me. I think she's the best ring character in this movie. Yeah, oh, for has, sure. Yeah. 100%. I want to see a movie with just her. I just her yeah. and the kids. Yeah. She's probably number three so far on my favorite characters out of all these movies. Oh, yeah, because you really liked uh, the General Suter. General Suter is the best. This is pleasant. And then uh, uh, what the, the bad guy in the first one? Not Zeus, the businessman. I don't remember. I don't remember his name. I try to forget the. I try to forget no holds barred. Breck. Breck. Yes. Brell. Yeah. Brell. Brell. Yeah. The the TV executive. Yeah. Anyways, uh, then this is sort of like the. We get into like the meat and bones, like what's what's going to make this movie sell? Why are people going to watch this movie? And it's going it's basically Hulk Hogan getting trapped in very Home Alone-esque movie traps that the kids set up for them. If you guys want to sort of detail. Do you remember any like he like I I remember some Anthony, what you got? I remember the um, the gym one. Uh, yeah, they, yeah. They put, they put the they put the magnets on. Oh, <laughs> some, oh yeah. some sort of like magnet uh, device, and it makes like the weights like he's like benching it. And they, they turn the weight all the way down. And he's like, man, you know, it's been a while since it worked out, brother. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he starts like overpowering it, and then they turn it. And it oh, they, like they almost like kill him, like more than twice. once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, attempted murder charges. That, well, that's the thing. Like these kids are trying to get rid of him. Yeah, that's by killing like a, him. But yeah, exactly. and they do have intentions to kill him. Yeah, the little girl does like they they, they use the word kill. I yes. think I can't remember what scenario it was. Yeah, it's some he he get it's when he gets shocked in the shower and he like comes out and he's like that oh, was yeah, yeah, yeah. that was stimulating, dude. And then he he like touched both of their heads and shot yeah, them to get them back. And he's it, like, I know what y'all are doing. Yeah, that yeah. that would kill somebody. Oh yeah, for sure, a hundred percent. Oh yeah, that's, you, can't, that, you can't kill the Hulkster, brother. Dude. That's when the boy calls uh, Hulk. He says, he's one tough mother. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like uh, motherfucker. 
Yeah, which kids cannot. <laughs> no, they can't say, say that. They can't That's say a, that. A family film, dude. Not Silence of the Lambs, brother. Not John Rambo, dude. Just a regular movie. Just a regular movie. <laughs> That's what Mr. Nanny. It's a regular movie. This is the most regular movie I think I've ever seen. Um, they're yeah. at a dinner scene, and uh, after uh, Hulk's first day with uh, dealing with the booby traps, uh, I think this was before the uh, like the shower and everything. Yeah, this is before. I was just kind of like, yeah, but yeah, he like what he sits on like a like shards of glass. Like these yeah. kids are fucking yeah. criminals. Well, they they uh they put a roller skate on the stairs, and, and they they butter wire. up the uh the the. What is that? The the railing. Yeah. And uh, he, he sees the roller skate and he's like, huh, I'm a little smarter than that, dude. And then he <laughs> trips on the tight wire and he falls uh, down and then he arrives at dinner and sits on glass. <laughs> I was think before that they have another like trip wire scene like, when he goes into the room for the first time. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. He, some like the bowling ball falls yeah, on his head. Yeah. And then a bucket of water in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think they they just saw Home Alone. They're like, "This is like the greatest thing ever. We just have to like copy it somehow." Exactly. Uh, well, I but guess maybe it- maybe the kids saw Home Alone <laughs> because I don't know. No, Hulk said. <laughs> I remember now. Hulk said he saw Home Alone, and it was when they were filming Suburban Commando. They were like they were like showing him like treatments for other movies, and then I guess he saw something like whatever this movie was, and he saw Home Alone with his kids, and he was like. Yeah, well, dude, let's like reverse the roles, brother. Where like you know the kids are being assholes on purpose, and I'm just trying to be nice. And then uh, he does claim in that Jonathan Ross interview that it, it this is better than Home Alone, which I have to disagree. With. I yeah, I just this is this is worse than even Home Alone two or three maybe. <laughs> wow. you know? Yeah, Home Alone two is not bad by any means, but you know. Uh, they're at the dinner, and um, it's kind of just more family lore, you know. Fucking, yeah. you find out that the mom passed away. Uh, Hulk, uh, Corrine's kind of like listening in and like feeding Hulk Hogan like this white slop out of a bowl. Very gross looking. I don't know. Was it rice? Was it? I don't just know. Cream? It looked like mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. That's what I was thinking. And he just kept getting them out of the bowl. Yeah. And she said she had a she had a quip about that. Like, I should something about the whole bowl. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I should leave you the whole bowl or something like that. Uh. And then and then he was like, "Where's the mom, dude?" And then that's when she told she, him. She's like, "She's dead, brother." <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, and uh, yeah, you know. Oh, and uh, the dad leaves the uh, the dinner table in a, a, in a rush. Call. He had a phone call, so you know, fucking dad, dude. What the fuck, dad? Why are you always abandoning us, dude? That's what the kids said. Yeah, they're like, dad, God, dude. come eat some white slop with your kids, brother. <laughs> fucking Hulk Hogan's here, and you got a phone call, <laughs> dick. <laughs> We're taken to a junkyard to the hideout of Mr. Thanatos, and we find he's out. He's also fishing. Yeah, that's right. Is, wait, what? Is he's fishing? He was fishing too. He had like, he had a guy on a fishing line in like a, a torture tank or something. Oh, okay. I I missed that because I was distracted by his head. Yes. <laughs> Which um, 
it, it's it's Buster Poindexter, and he has long hair, but he's like bald on top, and instead of flesh, it's metal. So, hmm, I wonder how that got there. We we'll find out later. We'll find out. But you find out that Frank, the the memorable, you guys remember Frank. The, the security uh, <laughs> yeah. manager. Yes, yeah, the memorable uh, Frank. Yeah, the guy who talks like this, huh? Yeah, the head he's of security. Like, he's yeah. like fat Joe Pesci. Yeah, it turns out the head of security for Mr. Mason actually works for Mr. Uh, Thanatos. What a twist. Yeah, man. This is like the time in uh, No Holds Barred when that one lady worked for Mr. Brell. That's right. But they didn't really acknowledge it. <laughs> no, they were like, you know, I wanna, if we're going to do like one of those scenes again, dude, but we need to t- touch it up a little bit, brother. To make the, the, the reveal more dramatic. Um, Hulk is like hanging around the house. And uh, he goes into the boy, his room. And he's blasting some rigor mortis. The I'm foaming at the mouth. So mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Little uh, needle drop. Well, it wasn't necessarily a needle drop. But it was like, we're just playing. He was working on science. And we cut to Mr. Mason. He's longing for his dead wife. Looking at a picture. And, um, well, I mean, he misses her, you know, like, you know, I think, I think I might miss my dead wife. Yeah. He's, he's thinking about her, you know, and then he's like, what do you want? Uh, he, uh, Hulk goes in there and he's like, yo, when the fuck is the nanny going to get here? And this of course is when Mr. Mason's like, we gotta, we gotta look out of fucking state dude, because you know, my kids suck, but I don't want to acknowledge that. And I don't know why they would suck. I mean, I'm fucking so loving to them. It's right. weird, dude. Um, and uh, Hulk's like, get a fucking nanny now. And then he says, I don't know. I just thought this was funny. I'm going to check the grounds and hit the rack. What <laughs> <laughs> uh, a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I forgot that he has the dumbest lines in this movie. Yeah, if <laughs> I found out that uh, Hulk Hogan says a lot of dumb shit in these movies. Yeah. And like it's he fucking th- gives it his all, dude. You think like each movie like each movie <laughs> I've watched of this, like I thought like okay, maybe he'll get a little better. <laughs> I was wrong. No. He saved it all for Thunder in Paradise, I believe. All right, I guess we'll like. Well, I'll we'll, find out when we get there. We'll have to find out one day. Um, he has to drive the kids to school, and uh, they want to make he's the fucking kids are assholes. They want him to wear a hat because he's the chauffeur. Yeah, the chauffeur hat. Uh, I thought that was funny. They uh, they go to the school. It's the fuck. It's, hey, I went to this school, dude. It's the same school. The same school. Same school. That uh. Hulk went to when he was a when he was a kid and uh he I guess you know he's really committed to bodyguarding so he sits in class with the uh with the the girl I think her name is Alex I don't fucking Kate, know Kate Kate I just I, the girl Yeah the girl <laughs> Kate Kate okay the, the psychopath that wants to murder people Yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and makes her genius brother build all the tools Yeah yeah uh, what happens? They get fucking kicked out of class, or the like. There was some kind of disruption. I don't remember specifically. You? I, I think they, like the kids were freaking out because he was there, 
So he, he was just yeah, he was just being distracting. And then the teacher sent down sent him down to the principal's office. He's like, I say it's t- still on the on the on the bench over here, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His initials are on the bench. Before they go there, he's like, he says like something's never changed, dude. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, he was a bad kid. In the, he was a bad kid in uh, elementary school. And yeah, he carved his uh, his character's name in the, the bench, as you said. It took him seven years, which is like... He said, I was using a paperclip. How many grades is in that elementary school? I don't know. It might have been like a... I don't know. Not every school is like it is around here. Yeah. We had like six schools <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. went through like... Typically one school. Yeah, I remember elementary school being only like second and third grade. Yeah, I we think. had we had the primary, elementary, and intermediate, and then we got the middle school oh where things got regular regulared out. I guess it was like a lot of kids in the area. What where are you from, Anthony? Uh I'm from I'm about like forty five minutes like outside of uh Detroit. Oh, right on. Okay. So we we had kindergarten and through fifth grade all in I, one building. I don't know why I didn't ask that like an hour ago. But uh right. <laughs> Yes. When, when, when Hulk's on your brain, dude, you know <laughs> you can't think of anything else. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess their school went like I guess they just had like uh, an elementary school and a high school that went from like kindergarten to eighth grade. Yeah, something. Like, I don't know. Sorry. You're good. But yeah, uh, and then it, the, he like talked to the principal. Like the, the principal, principal who gave me the was. principal was very creepy looking. Yeah. He he looked like a like a a creep that I I don't know I think I, I think that school district should look look into that principal. I was expecting the principal to be like a cameo of like some other like wrestler or something, but it wasn't. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that guy worked. Maybe the guy was. I don't know. You know just no one. Knew. I was expecting to like the principal to be someone like you know would be generally recognized <laughs> for whatever reason. Uh, just like a, oh hey look at that. All right, so they fucking leave school. What happens next? I don't fucking remember. I don't remember this part actually. <laughs> it all kind of just blends together. I think yeah. there's more more mayhem. Yeah, for, uh, Mr. Nanny here. Oh, oh, there's more. Uh, th- I, th- I believe this is the gym. This is the gym shenanigans with the with the magnetic. Uh, That's right. Stuff, and yeah. um, yeah, he he. Uh, <laughs> with the dumbbell, like he's lifting the dumbbells, as you said, and they're the, they have this weird magnetic device that makes it levitate. And Hulk is making very disgusting noises while doing so. <laughs> he's like, if you close your eyes, it's it's all sorts of wrong. It's, just, it's like uh, you're watching yeah. the Gawker film. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. He yeah, just I don't even want to recreate the noises. Uh, it's 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 foul. It's not good. It's foul. He gets on the uh, elliptical too. And yes. that's Oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> he okay, so he gets on the elliptical and he knows these like kids are fucking with him, but he lets the the boy program the 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 fucking thing. Yeah. Like why? And then they they like they strap his shoes to it too, right? Yeah. yeah so he couldn't move. Yeah. And he's going Like what elliptical fast. goes that fast anyway? Yeah, ninety <laughs> miles per hour. The kid was like, "I programmed it at ninety miles an hour." <laughs> what a dick! The kids are assholes. I think that's like I didn't write down a lot of notes, but I just wrote down kids, kids are, suck. The kids are here. I I locked my phone finally. I just wrote down these kids are awful. 
literal murderers. <laughs> That's all I wrote down. That's essentially what I wrote down yeah. too. I think uh, after that is the the shower scene where he gets uh, another yeah. attempted murder. Yeah, because yeah. in the gym, like the 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 bar goes into the ceiling and stays there for like a couple <laughs> seconds. He's like realized like oh shit, because <laughs> like it's about to come right down. <laughs> it would have like landed on his neck and decapitated him. Uh, then they try to kill him again, like <laughs> thirty minutes later in the shower. They really are just. They, they don't mince words. They are trying to murder yeah. this man, and that's bad. <laughs> this, this father should be put behind bars for child neglect. Yeah, well, the father's too fucking busy for this shit. He's too he, busy to go to jail. He's got to go to Washington, D.C. for, you know, some reason. <laughs> and uh, he's like, he's talking to Hulk, and he's like, yo, Hulk, can you fucking tell my kids bye? Because I got to go right now. And Hulk's like... You know, why don't you do it yourself, man? Why don't you do it yourself, dude? You know, they're your kids. And uh, he's too fucking busy. There's a couple scenes like that, I think. Yeah. And then, like, he's like, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by me talking to my kids? That's yeah. that's, that's that's outrageous. Right. Uh, we're taken back to the Mason's uh, workplace where his head of security breaks in with uh, Buster Poindexter and uh, Wolfgang and all the whole crew is there to break in and try to attempt to steal the chip. And uh, they fail because the chip is not really there. And uh, Buster Poindexter freaks out, slams his head in the wall. Yeah, just a failed heist. <sighs> and they, they beat up uh, Frank and he's left in like a weird neck brace thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably my other favorite uh, scene in the movie um, comes up next and the boy is at school and he gets bullied by these two kids, which, uh, you know, you get what you fucking put out in the world, man. <laughs> he, so, got, he got what he was coming to him. Yeah. All right. He, he deserved uh, it. I'd bully that kid, too. <laughs> they fucking steal his wallet. <laughs> they call him, you know, a fucking idiot or whatever. And uh, rich asshole gets what he deserves. Yes, and uh, we were taken back to the house. The kids are scheming. They're like, "We need to get rid of this fucking kid." He like, or, or Hulk Hogan rather. And uh, so they come up with this plan. Uh, Hulk Hogan's making this giant ass hoagie, <laughs> and it looks oh so good, oh so scrumptious. <laughs> what do you like on your hoagie, Anthony? <laughs> uh, I don't think I've ever had a hoagie. Is that well, you know, like a sub, like a sub, you know, oh, a sub. A sub? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a, like a ham and bacon kind of guy. Okay, porking it up. Yeah. Well, you got you got like you keep the ham cold, obviously warm up the bacon. Okay. Yeah, it's a per- perfect balance. It's got to be crispy. Like if I'm going to, if I'm going like Subway, like that's usually what I'll get. You got to throw on uh, everything on it. So right on. Well, what do you like in your hoagie? Oh, dude, man, we, you know, I know we, we, we got to talk about this movie. I don't know. Like, I can't spend <laughs> the rest of the time got? talking about well, hoagies. <laughs> now, I don't know. Like, um, you know, anything really. I mean, beef, roast beef is good, you know, depending on, you know, who's, what they're packing in there with a little yeah. bit of the horseradish, you know, the fucking, you can get an Italian's, a little pepperoni, a little bit of slam. I usually go Italian, yeah. like wherever I go. I go, I'm at, I'm at Publix like once or twice a week. Yeah. Because they got good subs. The salami I, and the prosciutto. I, yeah, I need to go visit a, a Publix. I've never been to one. I didn't know if they had them up there or not. They don't. Um, we uh, we don't have any like the good like gas station. This is a grocery like, store. Type, 
grocery store type food. Yeah. I, I talk about um, what's that one with like the the raccoon. The oh, Bucky's. Yeah, we just I mean, there. There's a Bucky's like an hour and a half away from us. That's like just about to open. It's the first one in South Carolina. Right. Like I went to one. I went down to Florida earlier this year, and I stopped at a Bucky's and changed my life. <laughs> they got so much shit there. They start going on a road trip down south. I'm gonna have to try to find a Publix. I want to. I heard on TikTok. It's really popular on TikTok. Hit up a Sheets if you're in like they have them in like Virginia, and North Carolina for sure. Okay. Uh, I think it's like everywhere north of us in South Carolina, they have Sheets and Wawa, but those are the those are the good gas stations. Anyway, I'm getting hungry now. Where good are we tri- at in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. I promise. I don't even know if we're halfway through yet. Probably not. <laughs> we're, we're getting. I mean, we're about halfway. I feel well, it was like, like an hour and forty five. No, right? that's only an hour and twenty three, dude. <sighs> Felt like an eternity. I watched it. Well, for me, it was only like 40 fucking minutes. I, I, <laughs> I, got, I got rid of, I shaved off like half an hour. Putting you turn it off one and a half speed. So, because I was like, well, when it started, I was like, I don't know. I was kind of a crunch to get here and uh, let, let's fucking do it, you know? Uh, let's see. Fucking uh, the, the kid's scheme. Uh, Hulk. Oh, he's about, he's, he's fucking munching down on this big hoagie. I'm really like i'm so jealous and uh he hears uh the little the girl scream like i'm fucking in trouble i can't swim uh kareen the the chef is in there with him and he she's like you know don't fall for it don't fall for it and then he falls for it he runs out there to save the day he another i, th- I believe another tripwire he falls right into the fucking pool no he like, gets in the diving board and it falls down and it's like a bunch of red dye, and he looks like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, yeah. Sort of after. Um, he, he called it like the blood pit or something. That's right. Yeah. Something mischievous like that. <laughs> yeah. They've done this before. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's very pissed off, and he decides that, you know, I'm not fucking leaving. You know, I'm going to nanny the shit out of you two. You're, I'm going to Mr. Nanny the shit out of you. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, they're like, oh, fuck. And they start kind of like, damn, dude, they kind of feel a little bad. You know, they're, yeah. they're listening to him. Uh, he cuts a promo, basically, on these kids. <laughs> he he like, listen here, brother. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, he, like, gets into the he gets into the Hulk Hogan promo voice for these kids. Yeah, in a way. Uh, we oh, George Jefferson is like calling Hulk throughout the movie about like, you know, <laughs> The, the the conversations they're having is like, you know, I fucking hate it here, George Jefferson, and why'd you give me this job? And now it's sort of like, hey, George Jefferson, I'm staying. And the whole time, like, George Jefferson is fucking broke. So, like, yeah, you can just the, see his life, like, crumbling down into poverty. And it's, they're just coming fuck. in and taking all of his stuff, like, one by one. Yes. Before they eventually take the telephone. Like, <laughs> yeah, in, that, that, in that the, last one. In that scene, too, I, I put a note of it. Something that's said about like ex wrestlers like are not in demand or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I put ex wrestlers are never in demand. <laughs> <laughs> like you just got to get used to that holster. <laughs> You're never gonna be in demand once you leave. Well, maybe I won't, dude. <laughs> All right, dude. I just I just go to WCW, work with Flair. Oh, the fucking oh, uh, Hulk's working out and the boy enters and like he like wants to learn how to like, oh, what is Hulk like asks him about the bullies and he's like, you know, 
you know, you got to learn how to fight, dude. All you need is attitude, brother. I learned my attitude from George Jefferson, dude. He was my manager when I, when I was wrestling. And then uh, he's uh, helping girl go to sleep later. And he talks about his uh, deceased father. And he helps the girl go to sleep by singing. And uh, it's just evident that, you know, the kids are taking to Hulk Hogan. And Hulk is uh, definitely showing that he is a way better dad than this fucking joke Mason Sr. And I guess this is the conversation where Mason has to go to D.C. And he, he, you know, tells Hulk to tell his kids bye. Hulk tells him, fucking do it yourself. And so he does. And then he leaves. And they're in a limo. Yeah. Frank's in the limo with him, his head of security. And I think it's a funny gag. Like, he, it turns out, like, they're going to the airport and they miss the airport. And they <laughs> roll down the window and it's Wolfgang. He's one of the goons. Who's yeah. one of the goons for Buster Poindexter. And he's like, What the fuck, Frank? And, like, Frank is like handing him like note cards because he can't talk. Can't talk. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you work for them? Why? For money and shit like that. Was yeah. this? Uh, and this then they get they they eject uh, Frank from the the limo with like an ejector seat that yeah. you would see in a fighter fight like a pilot. This was like the main like conflict, but before this, we got to see more heartwarming heartwarming Hogan. Well, yeah, I went like he's like you know being cool yeah. with the kids. He's like so. you know talks to him and yeah, yeah. Does no? He does he say that his dad went to hell or something like that too? Basically, yeah, because he the girl was like, my mom went to heaven. He's like, my dad didn't go there, brother. <laughs> I didn't even remember that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, oh, my uh, God, yeah. He was like the the girl couldn't sleep and she was like, daddy, and he's like, just me, brother. And so he goes in there and like tries to comfort her and shit. And that's one of the scenes where uh, I was telling I was telling Andrew earlier while you were gone that the music in this movie is just some guy just singing what's happening <laughs> during the movie. Exactly. And he's just like, I think in the scenes like, uh, some kids dream. Hulk's <laughs> <laughs> oh, dad is dead and he's burning in hell. You gotta respect other people so you don't go where he is. Putting the girl to sleep. Mason doesn't want to talk to his kids. Was that the song? That's pretty much it, right? Yeah. 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 I, I, right I just I remember the song from the beginning that was like I was rough like, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like I was wishing I was fishing or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go fishing or whatever. Yeah. Um, That's a lot of like the like 80s and 90s, like lower budget films. Like they just like the the songs in that movie were just like what was happening in the movie. <laughs> like they just they gave like a, a band it's, the title of the movie and they said write a song. They should have done that for so they should bad. do that now. Yeah, they should like like uh, in the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> They should do that, like, for the Dickies, like, the killer clowns from outer space. The Batman. (laughs) It's raining in Gotham again. (laughs) (laughs) Seventh day in a row. (laughs) He ain't getting no sleep. All right. So, uh, George Jefferson is at the mansion now. And uh, they talk about this guy... When they talk about George Jefferson's, uh, he's limping around. He's got the cane, 
and he was shot from protecting Hulk. Which was hilarious. This is uh, this is the pro- flashback. Other best scene in this yeah, movie. Yeah, the, the flashback the was flash- awesome. The, the, oh, Hogan's fake uh, toupee his, covers like, yeah. his yeah. flare hair yeah. essentially. <laughs> They're they're back. They're like, yeah, dude. Uh, I got shot by this uh, fucking promoter. He wanted us to rig a sh- a, sh- a match. <laughs> That's uh, what wrestling is. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um. So yeah, the scene. He they're backstage in like a locker room. They're like counting their money. You're like, yeah, dude, we did great. And then fucking Buster Poindexter pops in, and. He, I get he was the promoter at the time, and he's got a fucking massive fro, or yeah, perm just or whatever, a you big call it. ball of hair. Uh, Which they make a point that like, yeah, this hair was important. Yes, they they make fun of him, and they also didn't throw the match like that he wanted. He says, first you defy me, then you mock my hair. You're dead!" And he pulls out a fucking gun, <laughs> and then shoots you shoot George, on me, brother. Yeah, and then and then like, Hulk was talking about, oh, this man took a bullet for me, brother. But like literally, he like made the least amount of yeah, effort yeah. to catch this bullet. It went slow mo for like two seconds, and it was George Jefferson just going no, <laughs> and kind of just turning his body. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, that, that bullet was going right for Hulk Hogan's dick too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> his little Hulkster. Shot my little dick. Hulkster. You shot my dick off, dude. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, I, the story is that Mr. Thanatos uh, fucking got ju- like did he jump off the roof or did no, Hulk push Hulk, him off the roof? Hulk basically, well, like they did a little bit of wrestling, like they've done in the past couple movies, and uh, he was trying to like armbar Hulk off the roof or something, or spear him or something, and Hulk got out of the way just in time, and he went diving down into the pool, which was empty, brother. Yeah, the pool was empty, and uh, Mr. Thanatos went head first, but his like hair cushioned the fall, and then he did. got he got a metal plate in the can. Yeah, which I mean that reminded me of a famous thing that hap- would happen two years later at Halloween Havoc, the famous Hulk Hogan versus the Giant uh, Sumo, mon- Sumo Monster Truck match, where the Giant throws Hulk Hogan off a roof. <laughs> I can't say I've seen that. I've well, I've watched it so many times. It's so fucking funny. They're like they're they they're they have two customized monster trucks. Oh, they're the they're on the trucks. they're on the roof. <laughs> that and, happened in Detroit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was at the top of Cobo Hall. And uh they're like it's it's like Bischoff, Shivani, and Heenan, and they're like trying to like call this these monster trucks pushing each other. <laughs> Yeah, and the giant throws him off. Anyways, that's uh, how he lives, but whatever. He does live, and he does come back. That's the night the Yeti debuts. Yeah, yep, yeah. Um, George Jefferson and Hulk Hogan take the kids to school. Uh, the boy stands up to the boys by shocking one of them. He like has like a contraption set up to his wallet, and it shocks the bully, and the other bully runs away. That wallet will come in handy later. Yes. A little, a little gadget. Uh, back at the junkyard, uh, <laughs> Mr. Thanat- Thanatos is getting his head polished. And uh, he, it feels really good, apparently. He's making all sorts of noises, making yeah, all sorts of faces. Really yeah, he's getting, his, yeah. he's getting his helmet polished. And that's what it appears. <laughs> um, they have Mr. Mason as a hostage. 
and uh, Mr. Mason wants the fucking chip, and he's like threatening the kids. And when he threatened the kids, I kind of expected Mr. Mason to go, like, yeah, fuck, fucking take them, you know, mm. take the kids. I don't care. You'll never get my chip. I worked all my life for this chip. <laughs> you know, I only squirted these kids out, you know, over the course of like a couple seconds. Anyway, because he that hates his fucking right. kids. Yeah, he doesn't like his kids. But no, he's like, no, not my fucking kids, please. Uh, Hulk is uh, engaging in a tea party, an imaginary tea party with the girl. And then uh, the girl dresses him up in a tutu and they do ballet. Yes. And uh, I, I guess that's sort of like the main iconography for a lot of the advertisement was Hulk Hogan in a fucking tutu. Are yeah, you, what? I was watching it and then like I think I looked something up while I was watching it and that was the cover. And I was like, wait, this scene hasn't happened yet. And then it happened. Okay. Uh, and then he's in the tutu and then Hulk, uh, Wolfgang and the whole gang break into the mansion and Hulk fights them off with, uh, while wearing the tutu and, uh, they end up, uh, kidnapping the kids and George Jefferson, Damn. which I don't know. <laughs> well, I think they found like Mr. Thanatos like knows who he was and maybe his gang kind of knew about George Jefferson too. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, let's fucking take him. Yeah, we've seen well, no, he, he, he um, or he, he recognizes defend- him later. He's like, oh yeah, yeah oh, yeah. Uh, whatever Jefferson's actual name in the movie is, uh, George Jefferson. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like two for the price of one or something like that. And, yeah. Oh, I get revenge as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? This was uh There was like this also- is where the homophobic remark was said yeah. I think he, oh, hate, I, I, he hates he hates that uh, Hogan's in the in the tutu he's like get out of that thing he's like offended that Hogan's wearing it yeah Mr. Wolfgang or some, or George Jefferson George Jefferson oh was it I mean so what I mean George I mean he looked comfy in it yeah and then uh, he took he took him dancing he said I'm I'm graceful now brother I'm gonna- <laughs> I'm not a klutz anymore, dude. And then he trips, right? He trips over yeah, the rug. Yeah, okay. And then, and then he's like pissed. He's like, "Yeah, I should have done this." Um, and then, yeah, the, the the gang they kidnap the kids. They fucking take George Jefferson. They they're back at the uh, the the hideout. Yeah, like the warehouse space or whatever. Yes. Uh, yeah. They fucking what is it? What Mason? What is they? He makes the boy call Hulk. Yeah, he makes him do a ransom call essentially, and he's like, yeah. "Tell him like you're coming here." He tells him what address to tell him and to come alone. And then right before the kid hangs up, he says, "It's Thanatos." Thanatos, and then Thanatos <laughs> smacks him. He smacks the shit out he of this kid. Smacks the shit out of this kid. And then, and then the dad's like, "I'm so proud of you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm so proud of you. So <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> Oh fucking uh, Hulk! Uh, he gets hey, his he, ass to yeah, the. Calls him stupid. Too. Yeah. Also, like in this scene, they're the dad's tied up, right? Mm-hmm. But his arms are free. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you noticed. Oh wait, yeah, so he's right. just like tied to this chair, but his arms are free. Yeah, he's just tied to the chair, and he has both of his hands around the kids like this. That's, yeah, he <laughs> was able he to has, hug the kids. He just has like a bunch of rope around his torso, like he's tied up. Like, <laughs> 
He's not tied down to this. The worst shit. bad guys ever. General <laughs> Suter would not stand for this no, shit. No, not at all. No, absolutely not. He's going to have your fucking arms tied. Hulk gets his ass to the hideout. Uh, he, what does he do? He like rams his Harley into two guys. That's right. And then he says, oops, sorry about that, brother. Yeah. And then he kicks their asses. He, uh, he gets there. He has an AK-47. <laughs> he, he steals it for one of the bad guys, but nonetheless, Hulk yeah. Hogan is running around with an AK-47. I don't believe he fires it. Does he? I don't think he does. Um, I don't remember. Uh, I don't think so. I think he just beats him up. Yeah. yeah. But he has it. Uh, eventually, the AK-47 makes its way to George Jefferson, where <laughs> he, it's kind of gross, actually. he yeah. George George's <laughs> fucking toes rip out of his sock. <laughs> and then he, like, yeah. I thought it was, like, another hand. Like, it was, like, uh, his toes grab. Those are grody toes. Yeah. They, they grasp, they firmly grasp the AK-47, and he... Pulls the trigger with his big toe and it starts just shooting in the air frantically. He shoots through his like the ropes. On yeah, his, uh, arms, which is like, right? oh my, like that's like, so, like why? Like how do you, he he doesn't have his hands free and he's like only using his legs and his toes and he's like he's like fuck it and he's like shooting this AK forty seven. Both of his legs are broken to this point too, which is even more remarkable, I think. Yeah, at least I mean one of his legs has been fucked up the whole movie, but his other one breaks, I think. Um. Uh, there's a Hulk Hogan versus Wolfgang fight. Yeah, which I don't remember. I I was just this. I was like, oh my god! I'm like five minutes towards the fucking finishing line. Let's fucking go, dude. Yeah. Uh, when they fight Hulk. Wolfgang gets defeated. Does anyone remember the manner in which he gets defeated? I actually don't. Like I said, I doze off. Wasn't it the wallet? <laughs> yeah. Well, the wallet was a thing. Well, was that in the following fight when Hulk Hogan uh, faces off against Thanatos? Which Thanatos, like his fighting style was just like bending over and like using his head to ram in the things. And it was almost like if he was like a Smash character and someone just like was like just using the same move over and yeah, over again. Just the up B the whole time. Uh, he says, I think Thanatos shouts, I will not be denied my pleasure. <laughs> Um, and then like the miss, the Mason and the kids like work out this like device thing and, uh, Buster Poindexter, well, Mr. Thanatos grabs onto it and it, it sends him like rocketing in the fucking space. Yeah. They, oh yeah. He gets like, he, there's like a metal pole, right? And yeah. he spins around it like comically fast. Yes. And then he gets <laughs> launched and then he's gone. Yeah. And then the metal part of the helmet falls to the ground. Yeah. Spins around for a sec. He's gone. And then gone. that's that's pretty much you know all, the bad guys are defeated. The microchip is safe. We got to see George doll. Jefferson's. Uh, yeah, it was inside the the girl's doll the whole yeah. time. Yeah, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't in the uh, toilet seat. Nope. Right. Yeah. He. Yeah. He had a toilet. We forgot seat. a couple yeah. things. The kid told him to get the toilet seat and the wallet. Yeah. Or something like that. And like earlier when Hulk was comforting the kids. The girl said, take the dolly, and then he went and talked to the dad and said, why don't you tell him you love him, brother? Yeah. And he did, and he uh, put the chip in the dolly. So that's how that happened. Okay. We, for, we skip, I think we skipped that. I'm glad we're all caught. This is very uh, important <laughs> for me. 
this was this was less of a chore than No Holds Barred, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ends on one final uh, prank. Yes. Yes, it does. Uh, well, Hulk and Mason they they call each other brave. Yeah. And uh, Hulk is gonna go take a vacation, and then uh, George has a job. George Jefferson has a job, I guess, as the new head of security. And then, of course, the two little shitters, they uh, they they tell Hulk he loves them, and Hulk loves them too, and they they do one little fucking last prank, and it sends them like flying off his Harley. Yeah. Yeah. Freeze frame. Stay. End credit. Yeah, we're gonna make him stay this time. Yeah. Freeze frame. End credits. Mister Nanny. What a movie. God damn. God damn it. I don't understand why this got like six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I... <laughs> sure, I got a hundred. Well, <laughs> let me ask you guys: How many out of five? How many shiny metal skull things would you give it? Mm. How many? I'll do one and a half shiny metal uh, skulls out of five. <laughs> I gave uh, it two for for the um, for the kitchen. Uh, what, was her, what was her name? Kareen? Uh, Mother Love, Kareen, yeah. Because uh, of how awesome she was. And <laughs> the uh, attempted murder plots of the children were very <laughs> entertaining to watch. That was the best part of the movie. I, like, I, like, what makes this movie so bad, I think, is the other storyline with uh, Thanatos or Thanos or whoever. Yeah, it's all very like, in, in, in the uh, Nintendo DS chip um, <laughs> the peace the peace finder dude peace finder like it just it, it, it came out of nowhere really i'm like why like why why like why do we even care about this i guess i just, make- just want to see hulk hogan interact with these little assholes for an hour yeah it, i it's also very strange that mr thanatos like he's connected he was he was in the fucking business dude you know, he, he was there when Hulk was wrestling. And then he's also like later on, he becomes like, again, his words, uh, psychotic computer, computer genius, genius. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> they both ended up on. The- I don't know. It's weird. Uh, this movie wanted to be a wrestling lot of Booker things. to evil genius. Yeah. I, I would say I at, so far, Suburban Commando, I like the most. Yeah. And then probably way I'm I think like way down here I like No Holds Barred more than this movie. Hmm. Just because like uh Mr. Brell and Stan Hansen and there were just some stuff like the dookie part is so iconic. Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh the Zeus stuff is very icon- like him grunting and making noises. <laughs> um, I I didn't like I would give this movie I one metal school helmet for Kareen and the yeah. flashback scene. I gave it I think I gave it two instead of the one and a half that I gave No Holds Barred. Mm. I gave Suburban Commando a three, I think. <sighs> but, but yeah, I I don't know that I don't why I don't know they did why 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 did you put we're almost why did you put us through it we're almost done that's all I have to say. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I'm done. I don't have to watch a, a Hulk Hogan movie ever again. I'm no. So sorry, Devin, that you have to. Yeah, that's okay. That he's making you sit through this. Uh, 
That's okay. It's all right. I'll I, survive. I, this one I, I don't I, have to. I, I know I, the next one I don't have to pay for because I already saw it on a YouTube channel. So. I have high hopes for it. I have high hopes. But What's the next one you guys are doing? You guys are uh, uh, the Secret Agent Club. I know nothing about it. Yet. Neither do I. I just so. know that it's on the same channel that uploaded Suburban Commando. So that means <laughs> I don't have to pay for it. Right. Nice. And I don't have to dig for it for too long either. But um, I I mean, do you guys have any other thoughts about Hogan or? Mr. Nanny or any anything, any other thoughts at all? Ah, man. I don't know. My brain empty. <laughs> that took a lot out of me. Well, I, I, it wasn't as bad. It was kind of more like, it was easier to watch, I think, than uh, No Holds Barred. It was just kind of like, you could still sit down and watch it. I'll say it like, was easier to watch, but I think I there, I there was more stuff I found fascinating about No Holds Barred. I guess that's fair to say. I didn't think of that yeah. that way. Yeah, nothing nothing really happened. Yeah. <laughs> over this movie. Yeah, nothing really like happened. I like I like I said at the very beginning, this is it's just one of those movies that like if you like you and your buddies just like want to just uh drink a couple beers and put it on and just laugh at how bad it is. Like it's it's a great movie for that. Yeah. But it's like if you're like man, you know, I just really want to watch a, a good, wholesome movie. Uh, this is not it. <laughs> this is not the one. No. This is also a very hard movie to find. It, like, um, I know you, you say you, you rented on Amazon. You said, yeah, I just I I gave up looking for it and I ran on Amazon. The No Holds yeah. Barred. I took me forever to find. I just like I I looked through everything. I kept finding shit that didn't work. The torrents that I find weren't seated enough for them to work. And then I found one that skipped. And then I finally found one that worked. But it was like 240p. And I was like, fuck it. It's not like it being in good quality is gonna make the movie any better, right? It's just, it's just really uh, uh, crazy to see like how bad Hulk Hogan is at reciting <laughs> scripted words <laughs> compared to his wrestling promos where he just r- rambles for forty five seconds and became like a mega star that way. Yeah, it just seems like his kryptonite is handing him a like hundred page script and like. Tell him to read the lines. He, apparently, he just has no. Uh, he doesn't know how delivery works. But also, like these movies that he's like, I guess he's going for like the family thing, obviously. Yeah. But like, he's not going for like any good ones. Like, I yeah. guess like he's like, oh, this like anything like very bizarre. I I guess maybe like. He probably had a lot of faith in this just because of how much Home Alone worked, but this there's just too much shit going on in this where this didn't work at all. You're you're not, it's not it, there's a lot of the gags, but it's not entirely focused on the gags, mm. um, the booby trap gags that is. I, but uh, yeah, I don't know. But that that's fucking Mr. Nanny. That's uh, Anthony. Um, can you please tell everyone about pro wrestling proverbs and all the fun stuff you do? Oh, we are a, uh, a weekly podcast. We tried to be for the most part. Um, my co-host Logan, he, I say he, he works a big boy job. Um, so sometimes like, or we aren't able to like set up recording, but we do try to upload at least one episode every week. Um, we talk about a variety of things. If you're more into like the pro wrestling, uh, 
aspect of it because i know you guys are a band and a podcast uh, that kind of <laughs> talks about wrestling sometimes <laughs> it's uh yeah. But yeah, we, we cover essentially everything wrestling we uh do we try not to do breakdowns because we believe like like breakdowns are just events are kind of boring um but we'll do like some of the bigger shows or we have uh we should come up with some sort of topic we just did a ring of honor episode uh where logan uh he's very big into like the indie wrestling stuff so we put together ring of honor episode because it just got bought by tony khan the president of uh, all the elite wrestling so we were kind of discussing what's going on there um i actually coming up I have it right here. I know this is an audio podcast, but I'll show you guys here on camera. I have a 22-page script oh, for the oh. Crispin Benoit Double Murder Suicide. Oh, damn. <laughs> Jeez. Um, it includes uh, all the text messages that him and Nancy sent, like the months leading up to it, uh, his whereabouts, all that kind of stuff. I just finished the final draft on that last night, actually. Uh, so it's about... 87,000, not thousand, 8,700 words. Uh, so that's going to be coming out uh, early May. If you guys want to check right. that out, it's going to be, I know they did a dark, dark side of the ring episode on it. I don't know if you, if you guys watched that one, um, this will go into way more detail. Uh, I'll probably check that, that out then. Yeah. So make sure uh, you spell that out. Um, you can find us on uh, Twitter. We're at PW Proverbs on Twitter, uh, and then we're at we're pro wrestling Proverbs, pro wrestling Proverbs on everything else, uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Uh, we do have a YouTube page that has all of our really old content on it. When we've started back in like 2017, 2018, it's I think it's it's like the most horrendous thing you've ever heard, but nice. we kept it on there uh just to show like how far we've come it's like the worst audio quality <laughs> ever um but we're gonna we're, we got some stuff coming down the line on that and our podcast is available on spotify apple google Podcasts, all that good stuff oh yeah so, man right on but yeah i, I yeah uh, listen to pro wrestling proverbs uh again just listen to the ring of honor one and it's like a little bit into the history, but I mainly like hearing people's like stories about shows and stuff. And uh, your uh, Logan had a lot to say on that, so I thought it was fun. Yeah. Uh, um. If you if you like stuff like that, I have an episode you want to you want to recommend. I our very first episode of our newest iteration of the podcast, like when we came back uh, last August, was my story on my trip to Chicago to go see uh aw's rampage where cm punk returned oh okay oh, yeah, yeah. so Center. it was a very like kind of like last minute trip uh okay, me yeah. my girlfriend and uh her little brother we decided to go we left at noon drove the five hours from detroit to chicago saw the show like it was like three hours and then drove i didn't have money for a hotel so we drove home right after Damn. five hours we got home at 5 a.m uh <laughs> So it was a very, it was, I think that's it was our first episode is one of, I think one of our better ones. So I'll I'll check that. if you, oh, if you yeah, like I hearing would. stories about yeah no uh, wrestling shows yeah but uh yeah thanks a lot for agreeing to watch this uh, egregious film and uh, hopping on here with us. Well, thank you. It was my pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> I'll very was gladly it? come was on again if, if as long as you don't force me to watch a Hulk Hogan movie. 
Okay, how about a uh, you know maybe a Roddy movie? You know, <laughs> uh, I, I I know what I did say before we started. I'll come back on for Hogan's though. Hogan knows best. If you want to, oh yeah, okay, okay. If you want to do season one and two of Hogan, Hogan knows best. <laughs> we can break that down. All right. Well, uh, this week actually, uh, the Winley Boys are doing a bunch of other stuff. Um, April twenty second, we'll be at uh, Reggie's Forty Second Street in Wilmington. Hopping back there. Uh, this time, a lot of more uh, local bands. I'm excited to see that. Uh, Hyperloops, The Mongers, Busted Radio. Uh, should be fun. Starts at 8. Uh, uh, April 23rd, the Saturday, we'll be back at the Great and Grand Island Bar. Right down the road. Right down the road if you're local, in Myrtle to Beach. To your locals. And uh, Colorblind Dinosaurs, fun little ska band. Our buddy Spider Bucket. Hopefully it's the full band Spider Bucket like so we too. saw last time. Yeah. And a Brevity out of Charleston. And uh, that's a free-ass show. It's free. No free. dollars. Come hang out at Island Bar. It's Those are always a fucking blast. Uh, and then Sunday we'll be in Charleston at uh, our beloved Tua Lingua. Uh, great venue there with uh, TV Moms, Never Ordina- never Any Ordinary, and Crunch for Time. It also starts at eight. And I think, uh, I think someone from Never Any Ordinary is also in a brevity. So we'll get yes, to see. Uh, uh, yes, one of them. Some of the, well, they'll, yeah, we'll be seeing them. Yep. And uh, for uh, more Winley crap, follow at Winley underscore band on all the social media bullshit. And then check out uh, winleyhub.blogspot.com. No post anymore on there. I did post a uh, little post about uh, our last weekend run, kind of like detailing like my perspective with Connor uh, about the about like what we did. Okay. And uh, so that's on there too. I I didn't share it around or anything, but I will, I guess. Should. And yeah, yeah, I might do some other stuff. Uh, I wanted it, but anyways, that's a bunch of bullshit. Anyways, that's it. This is Winley Mania. Um, farewell. Next week. Secret Agent Club, we're wrapping this Hulkamania bullshit up with I, <laughs> potentially a, a buddy of ours who's been on the show before and uh, a guy we could, I, I would, I can't wait to talk about some wrestling with him too. So, and uh, yeah, goodbye. Goodbye.